Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel, no. Not as you know, connecting as when you're there in person. Chatting to a player or player. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky, so, so I'm glad you're so interested in in uh, Harry's career <laughs> and what he's doing. Can we just start the podcast, please? <laughs> Are you recording? I am now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to welcome to the podcast Harry Brooks, uh, coach to the professionals. Hey, dear mate. I'm really well, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm very, very good. I mean, why wouldn't I be good? Tottenham Hotspur are t- currently top of the Premier League, uh, and we're also joined by Ricky. Hey, dear mate. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Does it bother you when I say you're joined by Ricky, given the fact that you've been here from you know, pretty much the very first episode? <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. Well, no issues. What, what, what else are you going to say? No, nothing. I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boys, Tottenham Hotspur are currently top of the Premier League. Uh, or, or, would say yeah. Yeah, yeah. just over <laughs> just over a quarter of the season gone and um we find ourselves top of the pile and no one give us credit did they harry no no one give us a, an opportunity at the, at the beginning of the season no not a single person out there outside of tottenham Hotspur's circumference give us an opportunity of finishing inside the top four do you, do you agree with that that's that's where i'm coming from from a fan of, of the club well, we spoke a while ago, didn't we, on the other podcast that you um, invited me on to and how I had a lot of belief in the squad. And it's quite frustrating because when you're a Spurs fan, which I am, uh, people could think you're biased, but I've always approached these kind of things with a, a neutral viewpoint because I kind of have to because that's my job. And I think if you just, if when the transfer window ended, if you looked at the squad, I, I don't see how you can't rate that squad. I mean, you can maybe argue about the centre-backs and, you know, is there... Is there enough um, quality there? But if you look at the forward line, the midfield, um, obviously the manager, it's a fantastic squad. Um, so it hasn't surprised me with how well they've done. It really, really hasn't. Um, whether it ends in a league title, I still don't think so. I still think Liverpool would have wants to beat. Um, but listen, they've given themselves a great chance of securing top four, which I guess was the minimum requirement. Um and I think a title challenge is there. I really do. But yeah, it did surprise me that um, people seem to put Tottenham under the radar. But, you know, that's that's the way it is, I guess, isn't it? Rick, do you, do you think it's about us that, that there's there's people outside of our football club who think Tottenham are one thing and they want Tottenham to be this mediocre sort of mid-table football club that we've been, you know, eight eight years prior to what we've gone what what we've enjoyed that thus far, but do you think there's 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 people out there that think, oh, it's Tottenham. Don't worry about them. Like they're they're Abs- fucking absolutely, up. yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is the kind of 
I hate saying the word, but um, the 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 Spursy word, and people love to play into that. And you know, self-deprecation of you know fans of the club, but we'll say it as well. Um, and it's been you know there, there've been lo- loads of times where in semi-finals or finals or when we you know close to close to winning the league where we haven't quite gone the distance and it's quite easy to label us bottlers or spursy or, or whatever it is because it's a cheap laugh um and i kind of think if if, if you talk about yourself in that way then you kind of believe believe it and, it and it gets into your psyche and at the moment um well when potch came in I think he did change a lot of that stuff. And I think he did uh, kind of, uh, although it was playing with uh, with passion and to kind of uh, believe in yourself and change the mentality, uh, the way they conduct themselves as, as people uh, off the pitch and there's loads of it. And, and now kind of uh, Jose's come, come along and picked it up and slightly tweaked it a bit more. And uh, I think people now, because Jose has done it so many times uh, and won so many titles that... I think there is a slight turning in people's belief that shit, maybe Tottenham are going to do it, or, or or are confident that we can do it. I think we under Poch, it just felt felt like while we got much better, we did we, we didn't really shake the tag of Bottlers, we didn't shake the tag of Spursy, all that kind of stuff. But under Mourinho, maybe we have. And uh, Harry, what, what do you think about this question? It, it, was that the best performance under Mourinho or under uh, you know, in, in recent times uh, a Tottenham performance? Um, I think it was the most surprising. I re- not because I doubted them or Mourinho, um, but I really didn't see that result coming on Saturday. I'll be honest. Um, you know, a lot's been said about Tottenham's defence this season and how they've improved it. I still think that in too many games. Teams have found it too easy to enter the final third and it looks like a chance is about to come, even if they don't always come. I never felt quite secure. Um, so I didn't think Spurs would be compact enough um, to keep City out the whole time. And I thought City would have an answer for, for Spurs' transitions. But fair play to Tottenham. They were compact. They were organised. They were disciplined. Um, Jose, I think um, the biggest thing that hasn't really been spoken about enough is... Um, his decision to put Sun on the right, which took him away from Kyle Walker, um, which is a massive, massive thing, I think. Um, and yeah, Ch- Jose Mourinho um, performed on the masterclass on on Sunday or Saturday, sorry. And uh, and the boys, they've done fantastic and they stuck to their roles. They stuck to their job. Every man was disciplined, focused, um, and they performed really, really well. And uh, it's a result and a performance that, will and should give them a ton of self-belief that, you know what, they really are in the title race. Um, still early days. They still aren't the favourites. Um, a lot will still go wrong. Um, of course, it's a bizarre league this season more than any, but uh, they're in with a chance at the moment. That's what you can say. And yeah, I would. it's interesting. I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much. Is that the best I've seen under Jose? Uh, it's up there. It really is up there um, in terms of, you know, how they stuck to their roles and obviously the results. Um, yeah, it was a superb performance from everyone involved. Um, so yeah, very good, very Rick, good performance. Rick, is it okay to support uh, to, to celebrate a um, like a defensive victory? Fuck yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, man. You, you, if you can't celebrate that, then like, what's the point, really? I mean, uh, I, I can understand if we're playing like thirty-eight games. 
and each game is exactly the same. A one nil, get get score early, sit back for the entire time. Uh, yeah, that can get boring. But um, if if you can't sit like. I think it's mad that anyone wouldn't wouldn't celebrate that. And like going back to your your question, like best performance under under Jose. So I'd probably say yeah, best performance. And if the players were were following the tactics to a T, I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't privy to the tactics, but I one would assume that uh, they they have followed it. And but was it the most enjoyable? Was it the most entertaining? Was it the most free flowing? No, it weren't. But not every single game is going to be like that. And if you are fighting for uh, the, the title or, or or you're in big games and you're against uh, managers that have won uh, titles and got a lot of experience, then you then you have to take the games as they come and you have to manage them from like 10 minutes into like right until the end. It's not just a, a blanket here, here are my tactics. I'm just going to stick to it and we'll just go all guns blazing. You just, you have to celebrate these wins because it doesn't matter if you, uh, if it wasn't, um, you know, swashbuckling Tottenham, we got the win and we, de- we did it in a manner that wasn't, um, that I don't think that we were very, uh, it, it, we showed, showed a lot of, uh, composure and we were cool and we didn't panic. Um, there are a few hairy moments, but I think we, we, we rode our luck, on those bits like anyone would do. Um, so I did, I, I thought it was a gr- great performance. Spurs Harry. aren't good enough. I was going to say Spurs aren't good enough and Josie hasn't been there long enough to approach every single game with the attitude. We're going to show what we can do more so than adjusting for the team. They're not, they're not good enough to do that. Um, and anybody that says there's the right way to play football is in my opinion, talking bollocks. Um, the right way at professional level Harry. is to win games. The right, the right way is to win games. Um, <laughs> if you don't win games, then it's the wrong way. Um, so, yeah, Spurs, listen, you, you can be... There are very, very few sides in world football that can approach the game, um, or can approach a game where it's focusing more on about what they do and not adapting their style as much uh, compared to opposition, and that's Liverpool. Um, and that's because Klopp's been there for a long time and he's and the environment he's set there, and they are... They can go toe-to-toe with any team in the world. But even then, they'll still adapt to different teams. Um, but Spurs aren't good enough to do that. If Spurs go, went, tried to go toe-for-toe against Manchester City, they would have got destroyed. Um, and, you know, you can't... You know, football isn't a... Um, again, it isn't a thing where there's one right way to play. Um, the right way is the way that wins in professional football. So yeah, Spurs won, and that's that. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Harry. And uh, Rick, I just heard you just, just scream out Harry's name then. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said something that we all agree with, but <clears throat> like so, th- there are some Spurs fans and, and and fans of other clubs that that look at our 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 first eleven and they think we should be able to compete against Manchester City. We should be able to play them off the park, or at least be able to play football against them. What what Jose Mourinho did in that uh, ninety minutes was play to our strength. Is there any argument that perhaps we have the quality to? play better football, more expansive football against uh, Manchester City and still win? Or did Jose Mourinho just get it right? This is what we got to do to get the three points, to get to that point where we could challenge for a title or get the title. Like, do we need... I'm asking you a lot of questions here, Harry, but do we need to forget what we were? And yes. Under- Go on. Yeah, no, yeah, it- it, we've moved on. Pochettino, it's moved on. It's done. It's different. Uh, accept it. Um, 
if you try to go toe for toe, toe um, against Manchester City, you get battered. Um, Spurs aren't at that level yet. Jose hasn't had enough time to get aside to that level where they can do that. Um, again, people seem to forget everyone's eulogising over Klopp and Liverpool. I'll go back to them uh, about how good they've been. But people need to remember Klopp has been in Liverpool for quite a number of years and it took a while to get them to that stage. Um, five? Is it five years? I'm not even too sure, you know. Uh, maybe, yeah, five, six years, whatever it might be. Yeah, so it took them a long, a long time. time. A long time. It took them a long time. Yeah, it took them a long time to get to this stage. Um, and fair play to Liverpool. They gave them the time to do it. Um, I don't think Jose has... They, they are below us but in the league as it stands right now. They are below us. In the <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure that's going to last. <laughs> just, being honest. Just, whoa, whoa, Harry. They're below us. <laughs> oh, Harry... Yes. Are, are they below us in the league right now? Yes, they are below us in the league. That's all. We, we've got to do a podcast on based on what's happened before. <laughs> and what's happened before is that Tottenham Hotspur are top of the Premier League. They I are know, indeed. I, I get, I understand it. Every Everyone listening to this podcast realises the threat that Liverpool are and how good they are and all that bollocks. We've known it for two, three years. They're the bollocks. But right now, we are top of the fucking tree. Harry, carry on yeah. with your point. <laughs> to be honest, you flunked me, mate. We're top of the league. Let's just go out and celebrate. <laughs> we're, we're, we're champions. Let's just let's enjoy it. We're champions. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. I think, um, I think it's very starry-eyed. If you look at um, teams and think, oh, I would love my team to go and play that all the time. It's, it, it, it's not real. It's not real. We all know if Spurs opened up against Man City, it's going to end one way. We all know that they. Because it's not being worked on that style of to play that style of football like the Pochettino style, like the Guardiola, like the Klopp. It takes first of all specific players that are elite level, uh, or at least um, can play your style of football, and it takes m- months, years even of consistent work on the training pitch, using that style, um, hammering it into them, um, and then maybe getting yourself to a level where you can go toe for toe. Um, but Spurs, first of all, Mourinho hasn't had that time, and second of all, Mourinho isn't that kind of manager. Mourinho adapts. Mourinho adapts to what he's got. Mourinho adapts to the opposition, um, and he's had lots of success that way. So there will be plenty of games this year where Spurs carve teams open with one-touch football, hitting them quickly, and there'll also be games when you see against Man City when they are deeper and they hit them on the counter attack. Um, I I actually like this style of football. I like that we're adapting to different teams. I think that it's quite lazy a lot of the time when managers don't adapt to other teams and just like, well, we tried to do the right thing, almost like it's an excuse. Um, it's not an excuse. If you're losing games, that's a problem. Um, unless you're, again, a situation like Klopp where, you know, it's part of the long-term process. But I don't think that, you know, just playing the right way is a good enough excuse for losing football games. Um, you're there to win. And um, that's what Jose Mourinho is there to do. And I again, I, I don't think we could have opened up against Manchester City. We would have got ripped to pieces. And that's why um, you. I mean, I understand you know football, Harry. You know much more than I could ever. And <laughs> I was to say whatever, whatever works, whatever works. Let's just let, let let Jose just manage his team how he wants to manage them. And if if it result if the result is us beating. Um, Manchester City, who I, you know, I just want to say it right now. Maybe that whole that maybe they're a myth. Anyway, let's. Um, I try to uh, Rick. <laughs> I, I, let, let me give you some stats. I want to read some stuff out to you, Rick, and see how you respond to this. 
Uh, right. three, three wins out of three against City at the new stadium. Uh, last three matches between City and Spurs, City have had 71 shots. <laughs> 21 on target, two goals. Spurs have had nine shots, seven on target, six goals. I just... That is... Um... Wait, wait. Manchester City, <laughs> most expensive squad in the Premier League at 810 uh, million, nearly 811 million, nearly a billion pounds. Tottenham Hotspur, seventh most expensive squad at a value of 385 million pounds. The question is, Rick, doesn't that make you giggle? That comes from uh, Spurs <laughs> International. Yeah, that does make me giggle. It does make me giggle. It's not all and about how much you can spend, is it, Rick? It's just about... No, it's, it's not. It's not that at all. It's not about how much money you've got and how much... Uh, money you buy a striker for and it isn't always to do with how much possession you have and what your xg is um i like xg uh, but i'm just i'm saying it's not always about that but in the in the kind of the chances that we had and city had and then the shots on target and shots on target that we had and we won the last three games i mean what what can you say about that? It's uh, just clinical, focused. Yeah, we got we got better strikers than they have. Basically, we got <laughs> clinical strikers. <laughs> Harry, um, can you do? Do you like? There's people that listen to this podcast. There's people that are on this podcast who don't like XG. I like it. I like all of the XG. I like all the stats and stuff. Um, what what do you do? You hold much relevance in the idea that XG plays. And uh, a circumstantial or a significant role in understanding how good a football club is? I think it's a useful and important uh, piece of data over an extended period of time, but it's certainly not the be-all and end-all, and it certainly isn't the be-all and end-all for individual games. Um, so if you look at Spurs City game on Saturday, um, I don't know what the XG was, um, but I know that Man City had a higher XG Whereas yeah. I would then argue with that as well. Okay, uh, Man City entered the final third um, quite a few times. Um, how many dangerous shots did they have? I can only really remember a top save from Hugo Lloris from a set piece towards the end of the game. Yeah, it was good. Um, whereas I can remember quite a few moments of Spurs where actually there was a real chance of a goal. Um, for example, the goal itself, um, the... Um, Harry Kane disallowed goal. That was it where I think actually Son maybe should have shot himself. Um, so again, so if you look at the XG, I think Spurs had the value of less than a goal. Well, I, I don't quite know how that works out because those in those in isolation are two great chances to score. So listen, it's one of those where over a period of time, it usually does balance itself out, but it should never be used to solely um, analyse a single game of football because there are so many tangibles to the value and quality of a chance. Um, of a shot on goal, um, of an almost chance. Um, you know, there's so many different tangibles um, that it, it doesn't take into account. Um, even something silly like it doesn't take into account if the striker is just on it that day or in a good vein of form, you know. Um, so there's so many different tangibles, but generally speaking, over an extended period of time, it does kind of level itself out and it um, and reverts to what's expected, uh, but it shouldn't be used to purely analyse one single game, I don't think. I understand what you're saying. So if you're in a playground at school... Yes. 
and uh, there's some sort of little statty mug. Yep. Stato. Yeah. You'd have taken his lunch money, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, honestly, I, I, I used to be that bloke. I used to be the bloke who would, um, who, I'd say I would, I mean, I'd, I would never have taken lunch money off of anybody. I would never. Yeah, do. and I'd like to say no, would I? I, I didn't think that. <laughs> no, 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 you I, just I, said you would. You just said, like, I, I said I wouldn't. You said you would. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't think that coming on this podcast would be the thing that would stop me coaching full-time. I didn't, I didn't, that's not what I saw happening. I thought I'd lose my job in different ways, tell, 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 telling me to fuck off or something. I didn't think that this would be it. No, but I'm just saying, though, that those those little... Um, that those, those, those people, I, I respected yes. them. I respected them. They, they, understand, they understand football. Listen, no, there's, 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 listen. In all seriousness, there is one hundred percent. It's a fantastic addition to the game. That really in-depth data is becoming more and more available. Um, it's really good, and I think it's very important that clubs do use it. I do worry about a trend of um, maybe the um, the overimportance of it um, measured against sort of like the emotional connection and the feeling and the actual eyes watching football. But that's for a whole different thing. But in terms of um, data itself it's a very necessary and important yeah. um, addition to football 100% yeah yeah um, and when, when when you're in a situation where Arsenal's actually is far below actually they're, they're not creating any chances at all like actually it's just why, why have we got you Harry yeah gone what what do you make of Arsenal's situation here because they're, they're like this is the least creative least expansive Arsenal team I've ever seen and yeah they're, they're in trouble in all seriousness they're in trouble before before, um, before 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 you get to wax yeah. lyrical about how shit they are, um, <laughs> I just got to get some tissues. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to pull my cock out right now. But wait, before before that, it's it's like they've grown up, and, and for an Arsenal fan, it must be it must be quite difficult because they've grown up watching mm. their teams play superb football under Wenger in the first 15 years of his reign. They were playing probably the best, some of the best attacking football in Europe. Yeah, and they've they've sold their soul. I don't know if they've sold their soul. They've just arrived at a situation where they've they've employed a, a manager who they believe to be decent or good or could like transcend them to the next stage because he he served under Pep Guardiola. But the reality is that what we've seen is very very ordinary football, and it, it's not to say with a year's grace he can't create a new level of football that will be free-flowing you know defensively great but also goal-scoring football but he won't be given that chance I don't think what what, what do you make of Arsenal in this situation Harry? Um, I was I still listen it's far too soon to say I in the summer I I, I thought they'd be a lot better than what they have been um, I really did uh, I just I I got the feeling from, you know, the way he talks and, you know, the progress they made last year that Arteta will go on to be a special manager. And he could well be because it's, you know, it's just the start of the season. But their issue at the moment is Arteta is a manager that um, is very much one of those managers that likes to take as much control as possible. The same kind of way as Guardiola. Try to control all phases of play as much as possible. Um, So when you are saying playing against a good team, they're actually going to be pretty good because, you know, Arteta can um, be very tactically intelligent, um, good at analysing opposition, and he can set the team up to be 
um, disciplined in a certain way, tell them where to go, what to do, and be very structured defensively and how to press off the ball, um, training ground work. Their problem has been that they also try, he's trying to do that with their on the ball work as well in how they score and create chances. So it's very much uh, circuit training, routine based, um, patterns of play. And you just get the feeling at the moment that Arsenal aren't going to score or create a chance unless it's a specific pattern that's been worked on on the training pitch. There doesn't look to be enough variety in terms of how they can score um, or enough freedom for the players on the pitch. And to make that style of football work, um, you have to have a lot of different ways to score, I think. You have to have amazing footballers that can repeat those actions and moments. And you also have to have footballers that can adapt and tweak those patterns slightly. Um, like So basically, Guardiola's Man City... Um, and Arsenal don't really have those players and they just don't seem to have enough routines in terms of how they get the ball from one end of the pitch down to the other, uh, consistently creating chances. They need more ways to create chances and score goals. They just don't seem to have enough ideas at the moment. Um, whether that is to become to stick with the style and come up with even more patterns of play or to offer their players a bit more freedom, um, different ways it could be done. And that could come in time. But at the moment, um, they do look like just a bit... Uh, a bit one-dimensional is probably the right way to say it. I think the right way to say it, that was a long, long-winded long way of saying that they're <laughs> fucking shit. You do realise I have to actually kind of work with these clubs. You no, do no, know that, don't you? No, no. I can't be... I, I, I appreciate it. I'm just, I'm just interpreting <laughs> what you're saying, mate. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they are... Um, they're, they're, not, they're not shit. They're, they're, you know, they're going to they're be all right. No, no, no. Don't start backtracking now. You said it there. You can't. <laughs> well, I'm backtracking just in case. You know, the football turns so quickly. <laughs> it must be difficult yeah, yeah. as a coach, who's some, someone who understands it and, you know, who, who talks about it so freely that you, you know that, that whatever we say as fans, like me and Ricky are fans, as you who works in the game and, you know, coaches people, that the game changes so quickly. Yeah. And whatever you say... It, it, yeah. It doesn't really mean anything. I mean, look, your your technical aspect or your technical understanding of the game doesn't change. But as no, fans, no, I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But as no, fans, as fans, it changes so quickly. So, well, we, no, even me, I got, I got, I got the Spurs City result completely wrong. I thought City would actually have quite a comfortable win, so I got that completely wrong. Um, and it's why so football's so brilliant, isn't it? Because it's you just can't predict it. Anything can happen. That's the wonderful and, thing uh, about it. Right? That's why Spurs are going to win the league, mate. Exactly. Don't say that because that sounds like you're saying that like it ain't going to happen. But you're saying <laughs> guessing. But but what we all agree, Rick, Rick, our yeah. our Arsenal pup. Yeah. Yes. Completely. <laughs> exactly. Uh, was anyone surprised by Bergwijn starting this game against City? Because I, yeah. I I was a little bit. And uh, as a you know a side note to that, Harry, if you can like, wax lyrical about this this situation. That we have Gareth Bale, who is Gareth Bale. He's done everything he's done. Who, mm. if he doesn't start, no Spurs fan out there is really worried. So, mm. can you can you explain that situation? Can you start with Bergwijn starting as Man City? What what would be the preference there? And 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 then talk a little bit about um, the fact that what 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 role will Gareth Bale play this season? Well, yes, yeah, start with Bergwijn. Um, I actually messaged his strength and conditioning coach. Um, because I thought in the game, I don't know what you guys thought, I thought that he looked a lot leaner and very light on the feet. Um, and I asked him saying, you know, has he cut down? Has he has he not lost weight, but has he just, you know, has he got more to an ideal body composition? And uh, 
And he says, yeah, he's now his ideal body composition. He's lighter, he's leaner, um, which is a fantastic thing because he's now looks yeah lighter on the feet, a bit more springy. Um, so I thought he was excellent because um, I think he's a really fantastic talent. Um, in terms of why he played, oh, yeah, he surprised me, but I'm delighted he did. Um, yeah, Jose got it spot on. So we all predict his son to be on the left um, and then maybe Lucas Moore on the right. Uh, but obviously he knew that, Jose knew that, you know, Spurs' uh, main chances of scoring would be on transitions. Um, Cole Walker's pretty good at dealing with them. Um, so he put Son on the right away from Cole Walker, which was, I mean, again, it's simple to say, isn't it? But it's, you know, a great move, obviously. And then just putting Bergvine on the left. Bergvine's one of those players that he's very good at what I call slow down and assess. So he's he's very good at putting his foot on the ball, maybe controlling the tempo a bit more measuring passes and it just gave a different dimension that perhaps City had planned for that side so you saw Bergwijn on a couple of occasions get the ball on the left um, kind of not hold it up but sort of slow the tempo down a little bit wait for the right moment to make the pass where Son would make that cutting run I mean that's where the second goal that was this lad came from or one of the aspects it came from so I think it was a great move Um, and uh, yeah it worked I thought Bergwijn was very very good um, and yeah, it's fantastic the options they have that you know you you can have a player like Gareth Bale um, play against Manchester City and not feel like you have to start him, let alone not bring him on at all. So uh, I think Bale he's still in terms of if Spurs are playing in the Champions League final tomorrow or the FA Cup final, whatever it might be, um, and they're going for the best front three, I think we'd all probably predict, and rightly so, it would be Kane, Son, and Bale. Um, but you know, Bale is he hasn't played a lot of football in recent years. He is slightly older. Um, so he won't start every single game. So it's vital that um, the likes of Bergwijn, Lucas and Lamella um, at the moment looks to be them three, that they are ready and waiting to come in um, when he's not starting. And it's down to any of those three to make sure they are the one that's um, pushing in next. All right, good. Um, I do, Rick, do you, do, you, do you feel like you, you want Bao to be smashing it up now? Because we know what Bao was. Uh, it's, it's hard because we all... We all uh, have, you know, the nostalgia of what Bale was, but what Bale was isn't going to be what he is now. And although he is still um, getting getting himself back to full fitness and sharpness and stuff, I, I think if he was to, to start every game, we we wouldn't see that Bale. I think it, I think we'll be utilising him in a different way, and um, it's as much as it's as much about as his ability as as well as that mentality coming from a Real Madrid dressing room where he won absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, and to, and to come back and to maybe he'll, he'll play more of a bit. Like, he, he won't be a bit part player, but he'll, he'll have a lot more games than that. But still, I don't see him in the starting 11 week in, week out all the time. But uh, when, when he does, when he does come in, um, it's going to be difficult as well, like because if you were, you know, if any team that sets up against Tottenham, they know Harry Kane's going to play. They know Harry Kane's going to go deep. They know bits and pieces, but you will never know when Bale will be will be playing and how you're going to set up for that. And especially when he comes, if he comes in as a, as a sub, and he is one of those players that can can change the game instantly with that left foot of his uh, quick sprint and then. That's it in the back of the net. He's he's just that player that can unlock doors, and I think yeah, I think Jose will, will use him smartly. Uh, I think he's going to be utilised um, more so against the likes of teams like West Brom and Burnley, where 
the onus is on Tottenham to then break them down and you might need those um, individual moments of quality to do that. Um, yeah. I think those are the games where he's going to be utilised most. Like we saw against Brighton, right? When he scored yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Had a goal. Uh, Spurs playing Ludogrets, um, second, uh, what did you say, second leg of the group stage. Um, we're playing them at home. Uh, Vinicius, to score first, is 12-5, to 5, according to William Hill. Harry, what, what what do you make of Vinicius so far? Because he, he hasn't had a great opportunity or or any opportunity to really show the kind of player he is. And, and how important is it for a striker like him to play football? We saw it before with... Um, uh, oh fuck, where's the keys we bought? <laughs> the keys we bought from... Uh, is it 20? Janssen. Janssen, sorry. Yeah, so he saw that he, he he had huge amounts of exposure to to first team football. Scored goals for fun. We signed him for sixteen million pounds. Um, Vinicius feels a little bit like that. Not to say that it won't work out for Vinicius, but how important is it for a striker to have first team football and just be relied upon? Or that you know, does it will it will it impact him? Do you think that the fact that he gets these put part roles? For the vast majority of strikers, it's really important to uh, get into good rhythms and good goal-scoring feelings. Um, and that comes with games. Uh, you get the odd striker that is capable of coming on and making a difference and playing the bit part role. Um, Lorente was very good at that. Um, he didn't need to start game after game or he didn't need to play many games um, to come on and be useful um, and help out. Whether Vinicius is that player, I, I I don't know because he just, at the moment, because he hasn't scored yet, he looks like he's snatching at chances a little bit, a little bit rushed in front of goal, um, a bit desperate to score. Um, when he gets his opportunities, it's easier said than done. He just needs to remain a bit cool, um, slow down a little bit um, because his all-round game looks to be very, very good. Um, I just think he looks a little bit rushed in front of goal and the longer it does go on without him getting that first goal, um, whether it's through lack of game time or just not playing enough minutes, um, the harder it will be for him. It's a very, very difficult job being backup striker and expected to come in and produce and perform when the main man isn't there. Um, it's not as easy as people think it is. So it is a very difficult role he's got. Um, the quicker he can get on the score sheet, the better. Um, and for his sake, he will probably need to play more minutes in the Premier League. But at the moment, there hasn't really been a situation where you could say he should be playing more minutes in the Premier League because of what Spurs have needed. So he's in a difficult situation um, in terms of being able to show the best of himself. But he is a good player um, and he just needs to relax a bit more in front of goal when those chances come. But um, yeah, he's, he's a good player. So we'll see if he's going to be that striker that can come in every now and again and be a, um asset or if he is going to be someone that actually needs to play a consistent run of games to get into a good rhythm and feeling of goal scoring. Uh, we're not not going to do a massive preview to the Chelsea game. If you if you want to hear us talk about uh, you know Spurs Chelsea or any length, you can do that by signing up to our Patreon, which is p a t r e o n dot com forward slash the Fighting Cock. Uh, we're going to do a forty minute um, preview to to that game. But for 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 William Hill, they provided prov- provided us with some odds. Uh, Spurs to win thirteen to five. Spurs to win two one ten to one. Spurs to come from behind and win, which is 12-1. to 1. But the most important thing, uh, bear in mind this is dropped, because the last time we recorded this podcast, Spurs were 8-1 to 1 to win the league. Now we're 5-1. to 1. 
to win the league. They, like, I, I feel, it, it, look, there's one thing that, that Spurs fans believe in. There's one thing that fans of other clubs thinking that we might be a threat. The bookies backing us at five to one means that we're in a very, very good situation. We're a quarter away through the league. We weren't in this situation when we when, when we were managed by uh, Pochettino. We weren't in this situation. We weren't in the situation where we were the third best team in the league. And the reality is, right now, we're the first best team in the league. Five to one isn't... I think it's... I think that's short. I, 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 I feel like... Um, they you know they you know there'd be a way for a, for people to make money on Tottenham right now winning the league yeah but we are where we are and we're top of the league and you know prices are subject to fluctuation <laughs> as we as we make our way through the league um like what what where harry where are you at like deep down like what 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 did, can we win this do, do you think like liverpool will overcome us where where do you think we'll finish in the league this year i honestly think um it's still too early to say it's going to be a bizarre season with covid and you know for all we know like a key player could get coronavirus uh, tomorrow and you and they're out for two weeks anything can happen it could happen to another club um so it's such a bizarre season but if you've just if you're looking logically at everything that's happened so far, everything that should happen, I honestly predict Spurs to finish second. Um, I think Liverpool, again, it's because of how long Klopp has been there. It's the environment. It's the most important thing. Um, Ferguson used to have at Man United. You know, uh, there are so many times I remember when Ferguson would roll out teams from Man United and you look at how on earth are they going to get a result today? But they always did because it's the environment that's set. And that's what Liverpool have right now. Um it doesn't really matter who gets injured. They're still going to carry on as they were. And I just think that Spurs just aren't at that level yet to consistently do that where Liverpool can. But Spurs are very good. They are. They have got a serial winner in Jose Mourinho. They know how to win the league. And they have got players they can maybe do with a top, top Virgil van Dijk-esque centre-back, maybe. Yeah, um that that uh, seems like the that seems like the, the the kind of final piece of the puzzle isn't it yeah i think they could i think they're just lacking that one super dominant world class um center back that's like right you know what now they really can do it um do you worry so about, about being uh, yeah, yeah i mean I, I i from what i have seen of joe Roden, i do like him um olivaro has been very very good recently so yeah of course it'll be a miss you'll miss his experience um it was excellent on Saturday, really excellent. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's not a long-term one. But listen, you're playing for Spurs, then you should be a good player. So you know there are options there. So we'll see how they do coming in, filling in for him. You know you're not going to win the league expecting every single player to stay fit throughout the whole season, or you shouldn't do anyway. So all right, we've got a we've got a, an injury. So let's see how we cope with it. Barry, are you any good what at quizzes? Injury was it? Oh, what? So Sorry. was it an abductor injury or something? Yeah, that's what Jose Mourinho said. So, what is that? It just means he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked for ages. He's fucked like two months. Fucked. <laughs> I, I don't know. Actually, that's what that's on the medical form. That's what. 
<laughs> it goes to uh, Jose's in tray. It picks it up and it just has a picture that says, I'm fucked. Me, me, me and my mates were having a laugh with the Amazon documentary. How uh, Jeff, is it Jeff Scott, the the, uh, the Australian physio at Tottenham? Yeah, yeah. How he always seemed to deliver just the worst news bit, like almost like, almost happy about it, just happy to just make us all miserable. <laughs> just yeah, that makes him relevant, though, doesn't it? It makes him it like he's, he's it didn't feel any it didn't feel any shame just telling us that Harry Kane is like. Fucked for the season. <laughs> I expect to judge him to lamp him or something, and just yeah. What is an abductor? What is, is it like? Does oh, anyone mate, I, 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 in terms of how to diagnose how long he's going to be out for and exactly what it is, I don't know. I'm not too okay. sure. No worries. Um, Harry, you any good at quizzes? Uh, let's see at the end because I'm okay. guessing you're going to ask me to be involved in this. Well, I, I want you to ask them in your answer them in your head because we've right. got someone coming on right now. Um, Currently, the record set by Jimmy Regal last week, who got nine out of ten. And um, bearing in mind, a lot of people like I don't know what you're doing with your lives, boys. But you, you, you're messaging me saying the quiz was too easy. I don't like. I we we can't. Like, you know how difficult it is to make sure that quizzes are uh, like uh, equally difficult or easy each week it's really hard just let's just answer questions and everyone enjoy it right fucking quiz get over it stop crying <laughs> all right but but t's on his knees right now he's been smashed up jimmy regal nine out of ten is the currently the the fighting cock don uh we've got dom who's ready to take on the uh the quiz um dom unmute yourself mate good all right, ready to go. Hey. There we go. Adam, mate, all right? Yeah, very good, thank you. Did top you of the league. Top of the weekend. league, indeed, mate, indeed. Uh, did you think the quiz last week was too easy? Uh, I also got nine out of ten. Oh, God, God you're so husky and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, saucy. I've got, I've got an erection. Sorry, Harry, sorry. This is the way to fight. I'm already right. winning. Let, let, you're not winning because you've got to get 10 out of 10 to be above. Uh, and, and, the, and the fact is that the, the, the benchmark was set by Felonious Filth. He got 8 out of 10. Jimmy Regal got 9 out of 10. If you can beat 8 out of 10, then you and Jimmy are up for the biggest prize on earth. I don't know what that is yet. We haven't decided, d- d- decided what, what this, this prize might be. But are you ready to go? Bye. Yes, let's do this. Okay, so question number one. Who scored the first goal when Spurs beat Chelsea 3-1 at Stamford Bridge to the end to end the 28-year wait, wait for an away win back in 2018? Who scored the first goal in that game? Spurs beat Chelsea 3-1. 2018. Yeah, who scored the first goal as Spurs beat Chelsea 3-1 at Stamford Bridge to end the 28-year wait for an away win back in 2018? Ericsson. He's correct. Yes. He's on a roll. All right, number two. Which assistant manager squared up to Gattuso against AC Milan in the 1-0 win at San Siro? So that would have been Harry's assistant. Who the hell was Harry's assistant? Chris Hutton is incorrect. What was the correct answer, Rick? Joe Jordan. It was the correct answer. All right, so you need to get every question right here, mate. Uh, number three, who do what, what do Kevin Prince Botang and 
Unis Kabul have in common? What two so what two clubs did they play for? Unis Kabul principal. What two clubs did they play PSG? for? Well what what one start with the the first one. What what both what who did they play for? Both of them. Well, they both played for Spurs, obviously. All right, what was the other club? <clears throat> I'm going to say PSG. Is incorrect. It's Portsmouth. Oh. All right, we're playing oh. for fun now. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, well, you can draw. You can draw with... Actually, do you know what? If you if you draw with T, you're still in the running for the big prize that we don't know what it is yet. It's, it's a prize. Whatever prize you want, we'll, we'll make happen. Um, I think there's going to be some Imperial Leather from John Bass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. Uh, who were the 2007-2008 top scorers in league and all comps? A clue. Two of them both got the same amount. 2007-2008 top goal scorers. Who were they? Four Spurs in the league, you mean? Uh, in league and all comps. Both, both strikers. Both played for us in 2007-2008. A portion of the uh, of the season, they wore a brown kit. Okay. Um, Robbie Keane is one of them. He scored twenty three <sighs> goals. Who would you played with? And, oh, <laughs> he, had a bio. No, 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 no. no. All right. Well, we just we we haven't heard that. We haven't heard that. If you get it right, we will ignore that. Berbatov. Incorrect. No, 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 he's correct. Oh! No, no, he's correct. He's correct. He's correct. Go. Oh. All right, number five. How many? How much did Spurs sign Sergei Rebrov for in 2000? Uh, there's three options here. A, 7 million. B, 9 million. C, 11 million. 11 million. Correct. Uh, number six. Which Spurs, which Spurs player scored and was then sent off in a 5-2 North London derby loss in 2012. North London derby. Come on. What was the year? 2012. 5-2 North London derby. He scored and then he was sent off. Uh, no idea. Adibayor. Did you say Adibayor? Oh, he did. Yeah. He did, didn't he? All right, we'll give him that. We'll give him that. So you're still on for eight. Is he? Still on for eight? <laughs> I'm pretty sure awesome. Uh, number seven. I played for... Oh, God, you're not going to... I played for Nyang LG Cheaters, PSV, Spurs, Borussia Dortmund, Al Halayo, and the Vancouver Whitecaps. Who am I? Can I get that list again, please? Yes, you can. Even though you've got no chance of winning, you can. Uh, it's the Anyang LG Cheaters, PSV, uh, Spurs, Borussia Dortmund, Al Halal, and the Vancouver Whitecaps. Who am I? Willem Corston. No. Oh. <laughs> Lee Young Poyo. <laughs> All right, number eight. If 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 um. Pass over. If Dom, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well and truly over. But if Dom doesn't get this, uh, Harry, this is on you. To save. Right. All right. So, how many South South African players have played for Spurs in the Premier League, and can you name them? 
Okay, there's been four, hasn't there? I don't know. So the centre back, <laughs> what was his name? Youngster got in. <laughs> oh man! The centre back never played for Spurs. Just so, you, just in case you you fixating on that. Oh, so, okay. Was he the captain? Africa. Camulo never played. One of the, one of the uh, players we signed from Everton. And the other player. Oh, Pina. Yeah, and the other player scored one goal for Tottenham on his debut. A tuba? No. No. Do you know the score? No. Did, uh, Ricky knows. Ari, do you know? Uh, is it Mubazela? Is that yes. how you say it? Yes. 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 M- Mubazela. <laughs> Leicester City, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. that's a banger. Yeah, that's a banger. He yeah. never played again. He was shit. Uh, <laughs> number nine, Eric Dyer currently wears number 15. Can you name two of the last five players to have uh, to have worn that number? Um, that's quite hard. That that is yeah, quite I difficult. Do you not you not have, do you not have a clue, Rick? Nah. Do you not chuck one in? Um, because uh, I I wouldn't either. But I'm I'm staring at all the answers, so I think like this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, can, can you chuck one in, Ari? Oh, if you gave me like an hour, I think I might get one. But- Struggling right now. All right, okay. I was actually doing all right as well. Was it fifteen? Did you say? Yeah, fifteen. So uh, Eric Dyer currently wears the number fifteen. Can you name Mal two? Mal Bronk. Mal Bronk is correct. Great shout! That's great. You done well there. Um, and then, oh damn! How many do you need? Well, well, we need we need one more. Um, I want to rock down to Electric Avenue. Um. Screw it. Uh, Leonardson. No, incorrect. <laughs> I Rick, I want to rock down to... Uh, Etienne Capone. Indeed. Oh, indeed. oh man. <laughs> the answer. Leonardson. <laughs> you put me off. Now I had the song. Uh, the art- <laughs> shit. Was Robbie Keane 15? Yeah, when he returned, he was 15. The, the answers uh, were Etienne Capone, Louis Sahar, Peter Crouch... I didn't know Peter Crouch did that. Uh, Robbie Keane when he returned and Steed Marabronk. And finally, to round the quiz off, um, uh, number 10, who scored more Premier League goals for Spurs, Vincent Yand- Janssen or Soldado? Soldado. Soldado is correct. For a bonus point, can you... G- well, it's not just no bonus points. You, you fucked it, Dom. But, <laughs> but- oh, thank you kindly. But uh, can you guess the amount of times that Janssen scored for Spurs in the Premier League? Rick? I think Janssen got two and Soldado. Soldado got what? Five, I think. And it was seven. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, look, look, like, fair play to you, Dom, for coming on and, you know, trying to take on... I, I feel like that we got a lot of stick last week. Like, apparently, the quiz was really easy. Everybody got every question. And everybody gets every question when they're listening to it. They don't get every question when the fucking heat is put on them. That's the issue. Yeah. Everybody's right. got an opinion yeah. until... I salute T now, because this is well pressured. Yeah, yeah. Well, so... everyone, everyone lies on the quiz as well. Like, if they say, uh, I don't know, name a player, that's whatever. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I knew that. They didn't say it, but they say, I knew that. Oh, I'll give myself a point for that. Well, it's like... Lies. It's, it's like... Harry, do you ever? Until watch- you're on the mic, oh, until you until until you're playing the quiz live, that's yeah. when it comes on top. Harry, do you ever watch the chase? 
I do watch the chase. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you ever think like you're watching it and you think I could do that? I do. Uh, no, 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 no. Anybody that says they could, not a chance. Those people are geniuses. I think you, um, you really reckon you could go on that and do, and beat them? No, absolutely not. I'd freeze like a fucking like I'd freeze <laughs> like every, everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know the only person that hasn't properly frozen is is, is Jimmy Riggle, and 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 the minute that someone doesn't freeze, it's oh the quiz is easy, it's quizzes, it's quiz easy. Just join us so if you want, if you want, if you want to take on the 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 ten question. I've got to think of a good name for this. This is a shit name. The ten question quiz. If you want to take on the ten shit question, shit named question quiz, then you can, you can. Um, I tell you how to do it, Rick. I haven't thought this through. What? How should we do it? <laughs> how should we do what? What? How do we get people to join in on this quiz thing? Then Patreon. I just feel like it's it's too much. It's like the the. Let, what, should we figure this out after we stop recording? Yeah, probably best to, mate. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Harry, Dom. Uh, thank you so much for for taking part. Uh, you were rubbish, but you can come back. <laughs> you can come back whenever you want and try again. Thank you. And, and Dom's like, I, I, genuinely like, thank you for all your support, mate. I, I, like, I see you and I appreciate all the stuff for Patreon, mate. You're, you're a lovely man. Oh, uh, I love you too, man. You're you're a good man. You're a good man, Dom. Uh, Harry, mate, thanks for all the insight today. Uh, you've offered, uh, offered something that we don't usually get on the Fighting Cop, which is actual football knowledge and insight. So God bless you, mate. Pleasure. When I get sacked because of you, I'm expecting a job uh, on this podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're welcome. You're absolutely welcome. Rick. <laughs> yes, mate. You've been Rick. I have been Rick. And <laughs> I, we have been top of the league. So uh, come on! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel shut up. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.